Good morning, and welcome to Convocation. My name is Becky Horst. One of my jobs here is to coordinate the Convocation program. Many of you were here in Convocation on October 2nd when Professor Steve Nolt spoke about the Amish and forgiveness. Later that same week, right before our break, a PBS television program, Bill Moyer's Journal, ended its broadcast with a reference to the book that Steve co-wrote with two other people. I'd like to play for you just the first minute or so of that six-minute video clip. And I encourage you to watch the rest of it later on your own. It's available at the website archives for Bill Moyer's Journal. We have that? In the time of war and rumors of war, of violence and calls for vengeance, with so many people feeling helpless before unwelcome events, I want to recommend a book, one I could scarcely put down when I started it last weekend. This is it, Amish Grace by Donald Craybill, Stephen Nolt, and David Weaver Zerker. Each of these men has written extensively on the people most of us know only by name or by the odd photograph, the Amish. And now I'll turn the mic over to Jiswa, Goshen Student Women's Association, and Cha, the Campus Health and Wellness Committee, for this morning's convocation. Good morning. My name is Laura Leishner, and I am one of the student coordinators of Domestic and Sexual Violence Awareness Week, along with Libby Smith. Right now, women and men in all countries around the world are being abused and subject to acts of domestic and sexual violence. In the United States, it is said, one out of every four women will be sexually assaulted in their lifetime. Goshen College is not exempt. The title of our convocation this morning is Creating a Conscious Community. With this week and the events happening, it is our hope to raise awareness on campus and how, about these issues and how they affect all involved. We are hoping that through this week, we can begin to develop ways to talk productively about these issues and to slowly break down the silence around this topic to create a safer campus for everyone. Now we're going to introduce the events for this week one by one, and hopefully you'll come to all of them. I'm Hope Langland, speaking on behalf of SWA, the Social Work Action Association. And we're sponsoring the Clothesline Project, which you probably saw as you were coming to chapel. Um, the Clothesline Project began in 1990 and now has 500 different projects going on internationally and nationally. Um, yeah, this is a project that goes... Um, the GC community and students are invited to create t-shirts and it's a way for survivors to heal as you just uh, break the silence in a way of what's happened to you, but also for the community to really put a face and personal experience on statistics that can just be really mind-numbing and hard to understand. Good morning. I'm Lindsay Glick, and I'm a member of the GSWA Steering Committee, and we would like to invite you to join us for the Take Back the Night Rally, which will be Tuesday night, 
starting at 9 o'clock in NC19. We know that E.O. Wilson's also speaking that night, so hopefully people, hopefully there will be enough margin of time that there won't be conflicts with that, and people can attend both the, if they want to. Um, the Take Back the Night rally is really just an opportunity for women and men as well to reclaim the night, which has so often been a space where sexual assault has stereotypically, stereotypically taken place. And GSWA just feels that it's a really good opportunity for women and men especially to come together in the evening and share stories and go on a march to really reclaim the night and reclaim our place in the night. So we would really like to see you there Tuesday night, 9 o'clock. My name is Phil Schmidt, and I'm a part of the campus ministries team this year. And this Wednesday night at 9.15 in Newcomer Center, we'll be having campus worship night on the themes of hope and healing in stillness, based, um, based out of Lamentations 3. Um, so this is in support of Domestic Sexual Violence Awareness Week, and I hope many of you can come as we look at these themes of hope and healing. I'm Anna Mast, representing Film Club. There's a quote from the movie, Not a Love Story, that says, to be a conscious woman today is to be in a constant state of outrage. I would like to more expansively say that to be a conscious person in this, of the state of woman worldwide is to be in a constant state of outrage. So in the hopes of raising, raising consciousness, Film Club will be showing the movie, You Can't Beat a Woman, a movie documenting the stories of nine victims from Canada, Russia, South Africa, Israel, Japan, and Chile. We're showing it on Wednesday at 9 o'clock in Ad 28. My name is Isaac Beachy. I'm a member of PAX Club. Um, and PAX Club has decided to sponsor a vigil this Thursday at 9.35 in Shock Plaza. And it's a short vigil to, to wrap up and reflect on uh, the events of the week. One of the reasons that PAX Club decided to, to sponsor this event is because PAX Club uh, as a whole generally attempts to be active in creating and supporting peace and justice in m many different places of the world. And this is a, a situation where um, peace and justice is being uh, attacked right in our backyards or writing in our living rooms. Chances are that everyone in this room, whether they, whether they know it or not, no one knows someone that's been assaulted before. Um, and this is something that we just couldn't ignore. So please come to the vigil. I'm Ruth Stoltzfus, and I am the uh, healthcare provider for the campus student body. And this is Sharho Stetler, she's the campus counselor. The issues that we're talking about this morning are things that Shar and I deal with in our professional roles here on campus um, too regularly. For some of you, the issues that we're talking about this morning may bring up some painful memories. Sometimes when people hear the definitions that I will be giving to you in a few moments, 
they suddenly have a name for something that has happened to them in the past. That past may have been a few days ago, a few weeks ago, or a few years ago. When this happens, a variety of feelings may be present, may present themselves. Please, if this happens to you, if, this, if what we're talking about this morning brings back memories that are painful to you, please find some help. Um, find someone to talk to about it. Shar and I are both available in the Wellness and Health Center, but you also may find that someone else that you know is someone that you can trust as well. There are a number of people um, on this campus that can be a support to you. Just find someone um, to walk with you in this difficult journey. You also need to be aware that I'm going to be defining a number of terms this morning. In order to do so, I'll be using graphic language. For some of you, this may be uncomfortable, and it may be a bit shocking as well. But it's important to make sure that we all have the same understanding of what we're talking about. Sexual violence is a reality for women and for men. The statistics vary depending on what sources that you find. The one in four um, statistic that Laura cited earlier is one of the more common um, statistics that we find. But I was using statistics from RAIN, um, Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. And according to their statistics, every two and a half minutes, somewhere in the US, someone is sexually assaulted. Also in the US, one in six women and one in 33 men are victims of sexual assault. The majority of these victims are under 30 years of age. In most state statutes, the term sexual assault has replaced the term rape. This change was made in an attempt to be more gender neutral in naming the crime. As you will observe, in the strict definition of rape, rape is defined as simply unwanted intercourse. Intercourse is vaginal penetration with a penis. The Indiana statute for sexual violence still uses the term rape. Indiana has not updated its um, statutes and terminology. A broader definition of rape is the penetration of the vagina, anus, or mouth with a penis or other object by force or threat of force against the victim's will or when the victim is physically and or mentally unable to give consent. Date or acquaintance rape happens when the victim and perpetrator are dating or know each other. Sexual assault is any sexual contact with another person without consent. A, um, this contact can be physical, verbal, or visual. It can include anything that forces someone to participate in any unwanted sexual contact or attention. It may include things such as voyeurism. That's when someone watches private sexual acts. Exhibitionism, 
and that's when someone exposes him or herself in public. Incest, that sexual contact between family members, and sexual harassment. The perpetrator may be a stranger, but most of the time the perpetrator is someone that the victim knows and trusts. Statutory rape is sex with a minor, someone under 18 years of age, whether it is consensual or not. If a person has sex with a minor, he or she can be charged with statutory rape to which no legal defense exists. Domestic violence doesn't just refer to the occasional arguments that occur between intimate partners. Domestic violence refers to a chronic abuse of power in the relationship. The perpetrator may be male or female. However, in most cases, the person responsible for the violence is male. Domestic violence occurs in heterosexual relationships and also in gay relationships. The American Medical Association refers to domestic violence as intimate partner abuse. And the definition that the AMA has given for intimate partner abuse or domestic violence is the physical, sexual, and or psychological abuse to an individual perpetrated by a current or former intimate partner. You will notice that this definition only includes adults. It excludes children. The current trend is to include children in the de definitions of domestic or intimate violence laws. More than half of the states include children in their domestic laws um, definitions. Everyone responds differently to incidents of sexual violence. There may be physical signs and symptoms, and there may be emotional or psychological reactions. If the incident is recent, make certain that the physical needs are taken care of. The emotional needs also require attention. On our campus, the Wellness and Health Center is available to assist students with both their physical and their emotional needs. Your privacy is of the utmost importance, and both Ruth and I are obligated by law to hold your, inf your information confidential unless you are a threat to yourself or others. In the case of sexual assault or abuse of any kind, it can be really difficult to ask for help. We would encourage you to go to someone that you trust, and they can be a part of helping you get help. On our campus, the RAs and the RDs are trained and available in case of emergencies, and they can help you get connected to the Wellness and Health Center or if there's other people that you need to see. There are also emergency numbers posted on bulletin boards throughout the residence halls for you to use. Both the RDs and campus security know how to contact Ruth and I after hours. There is also a list of faculty advocates posted in the residence halls. This is a list of faculty who have identified themselves as being available to talk with a student when they have been sexually assaulted. 
I'm listing all this because we want you to know that if something happens to you, our, on our campus there are people who care and you don't have to do this alone. Um, it's also important for us to get a handle on like what happens when somebody is sexually assaulted? What are some of the, some of the things that um, that person may experience? Um, when you are sexually assaulted, um, whether you know it or not, right then you are experiencing a very, very serious life crisis. And a crisis in our life turns our world upside down. You will have many extreme and conflicting emotions. Initially, you may feel shock and disbelief, even denial. Why me? Why would this happen to me? It couldn't have happened to me. Physically, you may have symptoms from the stress that you're feeling from what you experienced as you've gone through this crisis. You may have headaches that even turn into migraines. You can have gastric distress with nausea and vomiting. Skin rashes are also common from following a sexual assault. All of these symptoms can be helped and cared for if you can go and get um, some help from a physician or um, go to a counselor. After the first phase of numbness and disbelief wears off, there is a period of confusion, fear, depression, and anger. Many, many emotions that leave you feeling helpless and at times hopeless. It's really important to have a support system and to let others walk this with you. It's also really helpful and important to find a counselor to help you process your feelings and work toward grief because you can get past these feelings, but it's a really, um, it's a journey. It's a long one. What does it mean if you were a friend or a family member that was asked to be a support person for someone that's been victimized? What do you do? How can you do that? The first thing that you want to do when someone comes to you asking you to help them and join you on this journey is to believe them. Just accept and support them. Don't question them. Reassure them. Let them know that you still value and care about them and that they're the same worthwhile person that they were to you before they were assaulted. Accept their feelings. It's really scary to have so many mixtures, mixed feelings and those intense emotions. And as you're a friend, you listen to them and you let them voice their feelings and you let them know that it's okay to feel this way and that they can get through it. Be there to listen. Listen without judging. And then get them to a professionals who can continue to help them on their road to healing. The reality is that if you're a friend or a family member of someone who's been victimized and you're walking through this with them, you too may need to talk to somebody and get support because it's a very intense thing to go through and you need to keep yourself healthy as you walk with that person also. This week we will be focused on raising awareness of sexual and domestic violence. You will hear stories of hurt, and you will hear stories of healing and tremendous courage. May we continue to be a community that cares and reaches out to walk with each other, no matter what the journey. Carolyn Hold um, Holderett Hagen, in her book, Sexual Abuse in Christian Homes and Churches, um, has 
a psalm of blessing that she printed um, that is by Joyce Monroe. You can trust your journey through darkest night, for you have light. God's tenderness surrounds you, and you are not alone. You are making your way to the waters of peace, and you can ask for help along the journey. Even though you walk through the valley of deep pain, you need not be afraid. Anger salves the raw wound, and tears must flow to cleanse. In the presence of your enemies, may healers anoint you with oil. Friends spread a table before you and offer you rest. May God bathe you in stillness, breathe with you, murmuring comfort in the hour when you have lost hope or strength. For goodness and mercy belong to you this day and all the days of your life. So dance joy, laugh loud hallelujahs, or leap hosannas. You deserve God's peace and shall dwell in it forever. Amen. One of our hopes for this week in creating awareness is um, how you can get resources um, here on campus. As a part of this week, we have created an information booth in Schrock Plaza, which will be open from 10 to 4, Monday through Thursday. You can stop by and there'll be some free information books that have um, history about the events that we have on campus this week and also information on how to find resources here on campus. And now as you go from here, I invite you to reflect on what you have heard this morning and begin to think about how you, as a part of this campus community, can stop the cycle of violence. Go now in a spirit of peace. <laughs>